Karate Kid Minute, a podcast where we discuss the original 1984 classic, The Karate Kid, one slithering minute at a time. I'm Robin. I'm Matt. And joining us again today from Game That Tune and Best Around Podcast is Jesse Moore. Welcome back. Hey. hey. Happy hump day. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I thought this was a PG podcast. <laughs> I'm just camel. Camels. Oh, that's right. All right. Uh, <laughs> Uh, this is uh, minute 23 of the Karate Kid. It begins with the introduction of the Cobra Kai Dojo and ends with Daniel having a seat because this place is pretty cool and there's nothing to worry about here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is going to work out well. Uh, no problem. <laughs> All right, so we have we start with Daniel running across the street and entering the Cobra Kai Dojo. And immediately we hear the unmistakable voice of the great Martin Cove as John Kreese. So before we get into the scene, we got to talk some Marty Cove. Um, Here's some fun facts to which I will tell, and you guys can react to. The the show is now hosted by Perd Happily, by the way. Okay. So (laughs) (laughs) uh, other actors that were floated for the role of John Kreese. So if you can think of these people as John Kreese, Kurt Russell. Okay, I can see it. Yeah. Jeff Bridges. <laughs> like Tron Day's Jeff Bridges. Um, Harvey Keitel. Oh, wow. <laughs> All right. No. A little rough. A little rough. Yeah, no, I don't see that one. How about Leonard Nimoy? No. <laughs> what? Johnny, <laughs> it's illogical. <laughs> And I'm sure he'd probably want to break out of the role he's been typecasted in. And uh, yeah, he was just in. I, I, I guess he was just. Uh, yeah, sorry, spoilers for st- anybody who hasn't watched Star Trek, but uh, he was just murdered in uh, Wrath what? of Khan. Oh, sorry. What? I, I spoil somebody. <laughs> uh, I'm but, not going to maybe... start. I'm not going to. I'm not going to start my foray into the Star Trek uh, fandom now. <laughs> Well, I just ruined ruined it for a few people who are about to subscribe to Star Trek Minute. Sorry, guys. Sorry. Um, and the the um, another one was uh, uh, Christopher Walken. Christopher who? Walken. Oh, Walken. <laughs> that was my that was my impersonation. It wasn't bad. <laughs> Mercy is for the weak. <laughs> oh, Mercy. Yeah. It's for the week. Yeah, I can't do it either. Uh, the way the fits, I, I can't. It's just uh, <laughs> you know. uh, also rumored for a while to have been asked to play the role of John Kreese was Chuck Norris. But uh, the rumor, of course, said he turned it down because he didn't want karate trainers to be shown in an unsympathetic light. Hmm. But Chuck, uh, Later said, no, that actually never happened. But if he had been offered the role, he still would have declined for those reasons. <laughs> what? <laughs> if this were true, it, it, uh, it, that is correct. <laughs> yeah, I can see him doing that. Yeah. He likes to think he's a righteous guy. Yeah, he's a righteous dude. Uh, is, is he, though? <laughs> <laughs> 
so we have in walks uh, uh, Marty Cove, Martin Cove. Um, he's had plenty of TV guest spots at this point. He was on Kojak, Quincy, The Rockford Files, and also I smell a bonus episode. He played a boxer named Rocky in an episode of The Incredible Hulk where David Banner is his corner man. Oh, wow. wow. I have got to watch that, and we have got to talk about it. <laughs> so, I, I haven't seen him in anything except this. I can't picture him as any anybody but Kreese. Yeah. What and is the, the problem, Mr. Kojak? Medical <laughs> right? uh, examiners for, or for the week, Quincy. I don't know. <laughs> But yeah, playing a rocker named uh, a rocker, a boxer named Rocky, uh, a rocker named Boxy. Uh, <laughs> I, I would be excited to watch that. that uh, and just to see, like, obviously that means the Incredible Hulk is going to step in the ring with him, right? I mean, so it'd be like John Kreese boxing with the Incredible Hulk. I, 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 I'd be psyched to see it. It also, you know, from from the sound of it, this means that he'd be playing like the hero, the heroic character, you know. So if David Banner is his corner man. Maybe, wow. yeah. So, Maybe him playing such a, a bad guy. Yeah, actually, at the time he was a regular on Cagney and Lacey. He was playing a good guy that was a detective. He wasn't like a like a slimeball detective. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Well, he's a good guy and he's a nice guy in real life. So. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. I'm sure, also, he can play nice. Yeah. Also, I uh, um, I love seeing him pop up in. Uh, I don't know if you guys seen uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Uh, no, yeah. I didn't get to see it yet. He's in uh, it. Oh, good. I'm gonna spoil it. He does cameo in it. Uh, he Sweet. plays. He plays. Well, well, the the conceit of Once Upon a Time in Hollywood is that you know uh, Leonardo DiCaprio character is has to uh, uh, act on a day on a set in in a western, and mm-hmm. so in that western, uh, Martin Cove rolls up as a uh, as a sheriff. So, so, so it's not like, it's like a cameo. Yeah. And, uh, some interviews I'd read with him said that like, he was really, uh, trying to move away from the martial arts thing and get into more Westerns thing. He says, Westerns have to come back. You know, he wants to get mm-hmm. into that. And so it's, it's cool that Tarantino was just like, yeah, I'll let you be in my Western within my Hollywood movie. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, he was also in Rambo first blood too. And we will get into that in a moment. I'll just put a ellipsis oh, at the end of that. <laughs> yeah, just... I'm gonna I'm gonna predict where those connect. <laughs> yes, in my head without saying it. I know, I know, because there's just obviously somebody at home who is now spoiled on Star Trek too. That uh, <laughs> is just like I guess I'll wait for something. Uh, <laughs> uh, before this movie, he had some uh, background in Taekwondo and Kendo, um, but. A few a few years later, after making this movie, he was prepping for uh, this movie called Steel Justice. And for that movie, he was trained in Okinawan Te, which is Okinawan martial arts, right? Am I right, Matt? Well, Te means fist. Oh, Okinawan fist? I guess. I don't know. It's a type of martial art. Karate means open fist, I think. think or no, empty fist that? or... Something fist. I'm gonna look it up. <laughs> I know you're the expert on here. I gotta. I, I I always play the dummy when it comes to this, because really I am. I'm not even playing. <laughs> I'll just keep going though in the facts. Um, I, I just well first you know it's Okinawan Okinawan Te that he's trained in, 
and how funny is that that <laughs> John Kreese gets a role later and he's he tra- he he trains in Okinawan martial arts. Um, I was right. I was right. Uh, kara kara means empty. So yeah. Okay. And te means what? Fist. Fist? Yeah. Or hand. Hand. Yeah. Okay. Yep. So it's like what you do when you lose your sword. <laughs> right. You you tay? <laughs> I, I don't know what, what was the answer to that question. <laughs> Karate do means the way of the open fist, basically, or oh, okay. empty fi- empty fists, empty hand, way of the empty hand. Okay. Uh, for Okinawan Tay, uh, Martin Cove was trained by Gordon Daversola. I'm hoping I pronounced that sort of right. This guy uh is awesome he actually opened one of los angeles's first karate dojos so that again isn't that funny <laughs> like like he's not only trained in okinawan tape but in by the teacher that is one of the first people to open up a a, a, do, a karate dojo in los angeles where of course crease based cobra kai hmm. uh gordon actually trained lots of actors he's he trained frank sinatra dean martin Anne francis and jim kelly so yeah. Cool. So so Martin now has black belts in Kendo, Okadawante, and Tiger Kempo. Ooh, that sounds cool. Yeah, is that like weapons, right? Which one? Uh, Ken, Ken, well, oh yeah, Kendo is with weapons, right? What do you know what Tiger Kempo is? Kempo is just another you know, barehanded martial art, but oh, much, okay. I don't know much about it. It's where you fight tigers. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what? the tiger thing. Uh, I'm avoiding making Tiger King references and moving on. Um, so go with the Karate King. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So for the audition, according to the DVD documentary, uh, Martin got a call from director John Avildsen stating they wanted him to audition for Crease, but was told to wait. And Cove wanted the role so much that he actually turned down other prospects in order to get the part. But then the waiting dragged out to like a few weeks and he got so annoyed because he just kept turning down parts again and again. Finally, he got a script at first hearing, okay, you got a week to prepare. Mm. But then all of a sudden it was like, actually it's tomorrow. (laughs) Oh man. (laughs) Surprise. So he went in and started reading and he channeled all that rage (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that he had into his audition. He also called John Avildsen and uh, casting director, I think, Caro Jones, um, uh, bleep holes. I'll say that for our PJ podcast mm-hmm. and just kept reading uh, the lines after, after swearing at them. And then Jerry Weintraub, the producer needed him to do a reading for him too. But then he ended up being four days late to doing that. <laughs> And so Martin ended up doing the same exact thing for Jerry Weintraub. And then he ended up getting the part. <laughs> so, Well, it all worked out in the end. I, I swear, we, we just talked about Johnny's, uh, yeah, William Zapka's audition uh, a couple weeks ago. And it was, you know, he, he was kind of threatening as well. So I guess if you want to be a bad guy, you really got to show that you can be, you know, scary. <laughs> Yeah, it's kind of. I was just reading about, uh, or yeah, reading about um, how uh, James Cameron pitched the first Terminator movie to people. He had uh, he had Lance Henriksen come in uh, to the like the office of where 
wherever he was uh, pitching it. Um, yeah. and he like kicked the door down off the hinges and stuff and came in as the Terminator. <laughs> Man. <laughs> uh, he'd be scary in sunglasses. <laughs> yeah, he didn't get the part, though. <laughs> oh, no, that's funny. Well, I mean, he got to be the sidekick cop. Yeah. yeah. That gets murdered in the. Oh, man, I spoiled that, too. I'm really sorry, somebody who hasn't watched Terminator or Rathacon. This episode was not for you. Oh. <laughs> uh, okay, so John Kreese, uh Robert Mark Kamen says, every good story has a great antagonist, and Kreese was that. He was like the dark side. Uh, I got a couple more quotes here. Martin Cove says, I got the attitude for my character from Pat Johnson, who is the martial arts choreographer. We both know this. Uh, we all know this. Uh, he also played the referee at the tournament. Mm-hmm. And if you watch the rehearsal films, it's really weird because they don't have Martin here for those rehearsals. Pat Johnson's actually playing crease. So he's just bellowing at everybody. Um, and uh, uh, Martin said, um, I used his key eyes. I used the way he stood with his hands in his belt, I became the Darth Vader of the karate world. So he kind of ended up, you know, uh, watching Pat Johnson run through a rehearsal. And Pat says, I trained him as if he were my equal. He just stood in the background while I was teaching the Cobra Kai kids. He'd watch me pound them into the ground. You guys are worthless. Get down and do 50 push-ups, you punk. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Martin says, actually, they were trained in three groups. There was him trained with uh, with Pat Johnson on his own. And then Pat trained the Cobra Kai on their own. And then he trained uh, Pat Morita and Ralph Macchio on their own. So I've seen other movies do it that way. Keep uh, keep certain characters who are like above others in rank and stuff. Yeah. um, Away. Trained separately. Yeah. And, And, you know, of course, you know, you, you treat the stars in the movie a little differently than, <laughs> mm-hmm. um, so, uh, yeah, Martin says every time I let a little Marty out, John Avildsen would come up to me and he would tell me to shut that down. I want darkness. I want evil. <laughs> and so, yeah, every time I guess he started acting like a nice guy to the kids, they immediately stopped the scene. Um, and Martin says about the, the legacy, uh, he says, no one comes up to me and says, I hate you. They say, I love to hate you in those movies. <laughs> well, he's lucky then. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Nobody's calling him out to challenge him. Yeah. Um, I mean, who would? He's he's I think he looks intimidating, you know, mm-hmm. um, even, you know, years later. Um, so let's finally get into the scene. <laughs> Sorry about all that <laughs> trivia. Um. So Daniel walks in timidly and immediately on his right, he sees a huge cardboard cutout of John Kreese. There's a lot of crease in here. Crease <laughs> is vain. Yeah. You just want to get an iron out. Or insecure. <laughs> Thank you, Jesse. <laughs> I appreciate pun. How long were you waiting to do that? <laughs> as soon as you said that, it immediately clicked with me. <laughs> uh, that's how that's how uh, that's how humor works sometimes. <laughs> Not everything I have is scripted. Okay. <laughs> okay. This says Matt doesn't like my joke. And moving on to the next part. <laughs> uh, 
yeah, yeah. So, yeah, you get the impression that this guy is kind of big enough in the karate world that he does publicity shoots. Or do you think that he just is like, all right, I'm going to get a photographer down and uh, put some awesome pictures of myself up. Yeah, commissioned all that himself. Yeah. Well, there's a bunch of trophies there, too. So yeah. he has to be kind of well known. And, and you know, he just ador- adorns the, the entrance um, with these trophies just to kind of show prospective students that being with him means you're going to be a winner. Mm-hmm. No losers allowed. <laughs> and then Daniel stops and he looks at a framed black and white photo of crease in camouflage and a beret uh, with a big gun. And the cap- caption says captain John crease, U S army 1970 to 72 karate champion. Uh, so who produced that photo for him? Was it the army or did it like, I, I just don't understand how, I mean, maybe they have karate tournaments in the army. I'm assuming like they have football games, right? So, well, yeah. and, and Forrest Gump, they had ping pong tournaments. Oh yeah, that's yeah. right. Mm-hmm. It's just so weird that he's just standing there in military fatigues and a, you know, a beret. He looks like he's, a gun. he's got a big gun and it's like, yeah, I'm good with my fists. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Pull, pulling this trigger. <laughs> then we do gun foo. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, gun kata. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Equilibrium Minute coming up soon. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, so yeah, Martin was in Rainbow 2, and I thought all this time I'd seen this movie that they got the photo of him in army attire from that. But Rainbow 2 actually came out in 85. Mm. <laughs> Uh, however, lots of fans uh, have linked the character he plays in Rambo to Crease as being kind of like the same guy, uh, even though his character in Rambo is called Erickson. Um, so here's a little bit of the plot. I'm about to spoil Rambo, too. Uh, Rambo is sent to Vietnam to see if he can find POWs, but discovers um, that the military group that kind of brings him down there are not actually planning on saving any of them. And Erickson is one of those traitorous army guys. And uh, like you can actually see some clips of him uh, online and in, on YouTube. Um, he really does act just like Chris. <laughs> <laughs> um, in, in fact, uh, I, I did watch the, the, one of the climactic scenes, you know, uh, sorry, spoilers, rainbow too, but rainbow oh, does save what? the POWs. <laughs> oh. oh, I was going to watch it tonight. <laughs> <laughs> that is a highly unfortunate coincidence. <laughs> and uh, Erickson, who abandoned him in the jungle, is standing there when he comes back on the helicopter and he kind of like sneers and he's like, have a nice trip. And then Rambo just like knocks him out with the butt of his rifle. <laughs> <laughs> I have seen Rambo, too. I guess I just forgot that uh, that uh, Martin Cove was in it. Yeah, for some reason, I keep I kept like thinking that he was in Predator as well, but he's not. He's not. Just another a few other tough guys. <laughs> Jesse the body. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, so, flashback to some earlier Karate Kid minutes. We talked a bit about Robert Mark Kamen's uh, story. His 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 own story kind of led to the story of that he wrote for Karate Kid, and he ended up having his own Miyagi. Um, but before that, he had he was trained by a crease of his own that would actually tell his students to break noses says, quote, 
my first karate kid, my, my first karate kid, my first, <laughs> that's really becoming a habit now. Uh, my first karate teacher was very much like Kreese. He was a Marine, tough as nails. He thought that in combat, only one person would be left, should be left standing. And that person, that other person should be hurt. So yeah, this is more stuff that, you know, they're, you kind of go, why, well, why do they add that little color of him being in this army fatigues and yada yada it's really something from his own youth that kind of you know that he just took and used for the story yeah yeah there's a there's a lot of uh connection between the u.s army and uh japanese karate like ever since world war ii and mm-hmm. you know occupying japan afterwards and like i think uh have you ever seen Ip man oh yes i did uh i think the last ago. one I think the last one, part four, I think, has to do mm-hmm. with uh, him challenge being challenged by an army guy who's like, you know, a karate master, and he's like <laughs> really racist to Ip Man. Like he's like yes. my my karate is gonna beat your stupid Chinese kung fu and all this stuff. And he's like not even realizing that his his own <laughs> style comes from Japan. You know, it's just been such it's been ingrained into the like the Marine Corps for so long that it's just American now. Oh. <laughs> um all right so throughout daniel's entrance we hear the things that crease does not allow in his dojo (laughs) does does anybody want to say what is not allowed in crease's dojo oh lots of lots of things hamburgers (laughs) listen no eating in here okay i'm (laughs) sick of picking up after you guys girls (laughs) yeah probably (laughs) This is not the next Karate Kid. <laughs> next Karate Kid does not exist in this dojo. Does <laughs> no, sensei. Sensei. <laughs> no, Robin. <laughs> uh, it, you know, uh, uh, I, I, when they say no sensei, I, I, I kind of think that <laughs> I first heard the word sensei from this movie. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Just because I'm, you know, that was uh, definitely wasn't culture for me. Yeah. Okay, well, there you go. I first heard it in class. (laughs) (laughs) Well, someone's cooler than the rest of us. (laughs) No, okay. Speaking of Kung Fu, do you know the Chinese version of Sensei? Mm, No. Sifu. Sifu? Yes, Sifu. S-I-F-U. Like I'd heard it like somebody called Sifu something. Mm. Sifu Diaz. Oh, no, (laughs) Cypher Diaz. Sifo Diaz, yes. Oh my god, that probably was it too. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, fear, pain, defeat do not exist in the dojo. It just, it, it's not coming in here. It does not exist. However, <laughs> it does exist when Kreese causes it. <laughs> he definitely makes people scared. <laughs> he definitely causes pain. And several kids we see uh, get defeated by Crease <laughs> later in the the uh, in the movie, or at least at least one kid gets taken right down. Uh, yeah, big man. <laughs> yeah. Crease says, "Prepare!" As uh, we see the Cobra Kai all just leaping to their feet in unison, which uh, has got to be kind of scary. <laughs> just, uh, um, they're well trained. And they seem to be all black belts. I think I saw one green belt in the back. Did and they just kind of hand you a green belt when you walk in the door? Or is that <laughs> or is that white belt? It's white. White. Well, I just think green thumb, like. 
Depen- depends on the style <laughs> That's on where the green belt lands. Yeah. Okay. Like kind of, uh, kind or... of in the style I used to do it was kind of the middle point before black. It was like white, yellow, orange, green, blue, brown, black. Huh. Some styles have like red and purple, but we didn't have those. <laughs> so do you think this is a costuming error or is this just, just like that one guy that's there that's <laughs> not as good? I guess as the they, they must have had like a dry spell of uh, <laughs> people starting up and that guy started up he happened to be alone for a few months and he just he just happened to get into the green belt area with and he's all alone he's Uh, he's over there doing his green belt uh kata by himself that's butchy he got mono Uh, (laughs) he was out for a while he hasn't caught up with the rest of us (laughs) he's falling behind Uh, so yeah, Kreese just starts doing the, you know, this is so iconic, you know, pacing around as he's just drilling the mantras into them, like a drill, like a drill sergeant. I can't believe I wrote that. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I, I, again, I, I gotta ask you, Matt, like, is this unique to this dojo because of Kreese's military background or is this something that all the yelling Yeah, and like formal lines and stuff? I mean, yeah. You know, you had to line up and do drills, but I mean, yeah, no one, they were yelling at you and it was more loose than this for sure. (laughs) There seems to be a lot of intimidation in his, in his teaching technique. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Uh, And yeah, he, he goes on and says, what do we study here? You know, just to let anybody who's watching know (laughs) how to kill, sir. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But they say the way of the fist and, uh, I discovered, I looked that up on the internet, and The Way of the Fist is the debut studio album from the American heavy metal band Five Finger Death Punch, so <laughs> they, they're music critics, I guess. Uh, <laughs> from the future. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, look, guys, I found this album when I was in the, in the future. We got to listen to it, because they're talking about some serious stuff. Like, Chris <laughs> yeah. is gone, he's lost it again. <laughs> yeah. And at the very end, you learn the five finger death punch. <laughs> um, yeah, I googled this and it, and I came up with the way of the intercepting fist, which is Jeet Kune Do. Is, oh yeah, um, Bruce, Bruce Lee. Yeah. yeah, and I, I was like, okay, what's? It, I, let me def, you know, define that. And it, the Wikipedia told me that it's a attack when your opponent is about to attack. So the intercepting fist is intercepting an attack before it even happens. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, Bruce Lee was, you know, preached uh, minimal effort with maximum effect and extreme speed. That's <laughs> why like... I like to kick people in the balls is all the time. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I guess that works. It does. He was no, uh, no uh, stranger to just doing whatever you can to win. Yeah. So, yeah, I, that's just my amateurish. Like, have you heard of the, have you guys, either of you heard of the way of the fist, like referring to anything else? Uh, Cause I, yeah, I've heard that before. I don't, I don't know if they call it that in Japan. <laughs> the way of the fist. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah. So uh, he says, what is that way? Strike first, strike hard, no mercy. And it does sound a lot like Jeet Kune Do. Mm-hmm. Um, Strike, strike hard in the the, your, the privates and strike, <laughs> strike as hard as you can and don't don't even care about it. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, again, this is just so iconic. I I, I almost want to be like I don't know. Uh, should we should be doing 
some sort of like fanfare when we're saying these things because these are huge quotes that everybody knows. Um, yeah, and it, and it and it's just you know no mercy. Jeez, mm-hmm. yeah, that's a big one. You're, you're high schoolers, you know. <laughs> like, don't kill the other guy. They are soldiers. They are soldiers. He's being trained. They're being they're trained trained. He's training them like soldiers. Yeah. Which war are they gonna go fight? Ah. <laughs> uh, the Russo the, the, War, <laughs> yeah. the Pepsi, the Pepsi Challenge, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Is there like a couple of competing carpet warehouses in the area? <laughs> yeah, he just hires them out to corporations. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah, one of my least favorite things uh, for some of these call and response things is, you know, for any where. In, in military or, you know, protesting or, you know, any sort of like call and response, like, I can't hear you. <laughs> it's mm. like, no, you, you just screamed that. We're all screaming the same thing. What do you mean mm-hmm. you can't hear it? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, like, he was in Vietnam. Maybe he had some kind of like ear trauma, you know. <laughs> don't be hating. Jeez. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe you could just be like, say it again. <laughs> like, I want to know. I want to make sure that you know this. <laughs> Huh? Strike you, strike like you mean it. <laughs> I thought I heard somebody say no curtsy. Say it again. <laughs> say and... it to my left ear. That's my good one. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, we get this nice close up of him uh walking and we see the back of Johnny's head and he says he says, Mr. Lawrence. And I swear, like during that one moment, I, I swear it looks like he's about to crack up. I don't I don't know what it is. I don't know if you guys got the same thing. But Was he looks like, crease or yeah, or crease. Johnny. No, you yeah. don't see Johnny's face yet, but not till next minute. But as he's walking by, he's just I don't know. Maybe because you know he he sees Danny and there's that other kid sitting there watching. Yeah, and I maybe he's, who that is. He's like, look at those lanky kids. They're not going <laughs> to be any good in here. <laughs> Let's show them what we can do, yeah. Lawrence. Can we get? Can we interview the guy whose shoulders were in Karate Kid? <laughs> yeah. Is that the bad guy from Karate Kid 3? We could just <laughs> oh say my God. A, a fan fiction right there, you know? What a twist. Yeah. <laughs> he was actually there all the entire time. This is Daniel was there the day he, he showed up. Uh, he didn't even recognize him. Uh, and, uh, okay, so yeah, Mr. Lawrence and, he, and Johnny standing right next to him screams, <laughs> Yes, I'd say! <laughs> and uh, he says, warm him up. And uh, they do this. I, I, so, Matt, what yeah. what is the reason for the I, like he just karate? It, it's just karate, like karate noises. <laughs> uh, I mean, they could just be saying height, like really, height. like condensed and just gutturally. I don't know. There's other like, like you hear John, <laughs> yeah, John, I don't know. Johnny in the next minute. He's like, it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm like, what is that? I mean, it's what they do. It's it's accurate, right. <laughs> but I don't know what it comes from. I, why? It's yeah. probably just height, and it just became more and more condensed. And yeah, I would assume like if I got lessons at a karate studio, like we would always be making those noises. You know, like that's a... some of the most fun is doing the key eyes, which is yeah, which is yeah, you get to do you just create your own. Yeah, <laughs> cool. I what used are... to I used to <laughs> I used to go home and play fighting games and then go to karate and like just do the fighting game <laughs> uh, i just like, hey yeah. that's amazing. 
<laughs> like all that sort of sort of thing. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Whoa. Matt let off a fireball in class today. How <laughs> did <laughs> happen? Um so yeah, this is when Daniel sits down. He's like, Hey, this is this is rad. <laughs> and yeah, I noticed that <laughs> the other guy is wearing a red members only jacket. Because <laughs> you can notice the the button flaps on the, the shoulders there. And so yeah, if you can I, I'm I'm kind of rooting for him. If he can train under this teacher, you know, obviously he'll get he'll be a winner and he'll he'll learn to be like a hardcore karate guy and he can beat Johnny up. You know, who knows? He'll he'll learn to use his hate. Yeah, yeah. Man, if you hate. if your if your show had uh, silly sound effects, coming up <laughs> would be perfect for the the price is wrong sound. <laughs> Because as soon as he sees Lord Johnny, he's like, oh, my God. Yeah, I have no idea what you're talking about. I guess we'll find out in the next minute. But honestly, I'm, I'm who is Mr. Lawrence? Who is that? So <laughs> I wonder. Oh, that's right. I mean, I know I know uh, I know Daniel. Um, Daniel's heard of. Well, he called the guy Karate King. No, wait, King Karate. The, the novelization called him Karate King. King Karate, and then it's just Johnny. No hmm. idea who Mr. Lawrence is. Hmm. That's why he's unawares. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. I mean, do you guys have anything else left for this minute? This, I'm, I think we gave enough lip service to all the iconic moments in this minute. I no, think that you only get kind of a taste in this part. But like Crease is definitely one of the top heels in all of movies. Like he is the best bad guy for sure. Yeah. He's so like just he doesn't care. He like he's got his own narrative as to why he's doing all this. And it really shines in the future. Like, but you can you just get that little sparkle in this scene where you're like, this guy's going to places. Yeah. Yeah, it's not a guy you want to mess with. Um, and, uh, yeah, again, it's just like, he's training teenagers to be like, you know, merciless killers. <laughs> it seems like, I don't know. Um, so I guess this kind of brings us to our Wednesday question, Jesse. Uh, we are at, we ask every one of our guests and, uh, we'll put you on the sheet as well. I have a big long, uh, checklist of who thinks whether, um, they think Daniel is the antagonist or not. Do you think Daniel is the antagonist of this movie? You know, there's a lot of moments where Daniel is such a dirtbag. Like he <laughs> like he just he constantly is doing stuff to get himself into these situations. Yeah. And like I could definitely see an argument for him to be an antagonist. Like, you know, he he turns the ship around, but at this point it's still it's kind of iffy, like, you know, like you kind of want him to stop getting beat up, but at the same time you're like, but you keep poking the freaking bear. The bear's <laughs> gonna bite you. <laughs> yep, I I I think I've gone again and again uh, back to the 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 argument that you know is just unbeatable, which is he you know Johnny started it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but uh, so I, I'm gonna have to get a clear yes or no. Do you think? Daniel LaRusso is the antagonist of the Karate Kid. <laughs> There's no, it's, it's complicated in this one. I'm going to go no. All right. All right. That's another, that's another checkbox. Uh, another no uh, for, for our, our list. Um, cool. 
Um, and yes, I understand it's it's a complicated issue, and you know it's it's funny even as two and three go on. You know, it's it's a good question to debate for each of those movies as well. Definitely. Even even Cobra Kai. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, you guys have anything else left for today? Mm-mm. No. I can't hear you. <laughs> no. No, Sensei. <laughs> All right. Thank you for joining us, Jesse. Uh, and uh, you want to come back on uh, Friday for one more Karate Kid minute? Yes, Sensei. <laughs> Matt's more of a Sensei than I am. <laughs> I just have a I just have a bigger mouth, I guess. <laughs> uh, all right. So, uh, folks listening, uh, send us feedback to KarateKidMinute at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter or join the Miyagi Do Karate Dojo Facebook group. Just search for Karate Kid Minute in each of those uh, platforms or uh, just rate, review, subscribe wherever you're, you find us uh, being served. And until next time. She must be the fungus. Yeah.